Welcome to Three Devs and a Maybe, the podcast series for beginner web developers and general web enthusiasts. Now, introducing your show hosts, Michael Budd, Fraser Hart, Lewis Keynes, and Ed Mann. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Three Devs and a Maybe. I'm joined by the wonderful... I don't, know why, I don't know why it's so wonderful. Ed Mann. I'm taking that. Yep, I'm wonderful. Thank you. Uh, the excellent Fraser Hart. Hang on, is, is wonderful better? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, was thinking that. Ha, ha, I beat you. Excellent, yeah. Excellent's a bit kind of, I don't know, yeah. it's a bit of a grey term, isn't it? Like, whereas beautiful <laughs> is... Excellent. Did I say yeah. beautiful? I don't know. You didn't you still earlier. wonderful, but... It, wonderful, that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of got a bit of yeah. artistic, kind of like romantic flair yeah, It's a little bit whereas, romantic. I regret yeah. that straight away. Well, I'll take it though. Yeah. Okay. Excellent works. <laughs> And uh, we have a guest today, a uh, bit of a noob, a bit of a rookie, but um, <laughs> he's uh, basically an intern. He's working at my place. So uh, The greatest, uh, greatest introduction ever. Yeah, yeah, interesting special guy. Guest. I'm a special guest. <laughs> basically ditched a uh, a life of fame and fortune in professional cricket to um, oh to follow the multimedia uh, route. Um, so yeah, Sachin Ishmael, how are you? Hello, nice to be on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> no worries, our pleasure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Ed, how have you been? Been very good, thanks, man. Yeah, it's been a cool week. Um, You've been to a conference. Yeah, I went to a conference on Friday, uh, the Symphony Live uh, in London. Yeah, very. You were cool. schmoozing with the uh, the inventor of said thing. <laughs> well, there was quite a few people there, like really quite cool people. Um, yep. Yeah, like the guy who made composer was there like and then like but i met up with Bo and dave from that podcast which was quite cool i just cool. get to see them in, in person so that was what nice. they like are they nice people or are they horrible human beings oh yeah no they're, they're mean people you know <laughs> i went up to them and went, get away from me and i was yeah. like oh sorry uh, but no it was really quite cool like um, no, that is cool and then had like so we got lots of random swag like you went there at swag, baby. It's all about the swag when you go to these conferences, you know. Well, um, flat peak baseball caps and big trainers. It, 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 <laughs> literally, well, for some reasons, uh, the symphony guys. So you get like your normal t-shirts and stuff like that, but they also are handing out beanies. So I got a symphony oh, really? beanie, as you do. That's so cool. when it's when the cold months come now, you know, because winter's arrived, I've now got my beanie with symphony on, and as you do, I was going to have a three dev snowball fight if we get snow this year. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good, you know. We've got the swag for it. Um, yeah. We need to add it to our shop. We're like four people, and that's just what, us and What one. is in your shop? Just <laughs> solid stuff. You go to the website, it's an amazing selection. Um, you should read the website address out, actually. Cause, it's yeah, com. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went to a conference on Friday. Yeah, it was some really interesting talks, actually. So Bo was talking about Stack, uh, similar to what, you know, when he came on to talk about. And Dave was talking about uh, mock stubs, spies, and all the test doubles and stuff, which was really interesting. And yeah, there was like a lot of interesting conversation. Like, it is quite interesting. I, I, it was because it's been my first. I was really a conference virgin before this. Um, and a lot of the people I went with, they've been to quite a few. So it's a bit like you're thinking, oh, what's it going to be like? Are these people going to be really, you know, up themselves? And, you know, you're going to say something wrong. But everyone's just so cool and chilled. Yeah. Like, you instantly can just talk to someone because you know that they're going through the same thing as you. You know, like, they're dealing with the same problems on a day-to-day basis that you're dealing with. Um, I think I'd be worried that like, I start talking to them and they'd start talking about stuff that I just didn't understand. Yeah, but like, that's awesome, though. See, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Like, the minute I'm out of my depth is like, 
now I know what I need to learn. Like that's when my yeah. like competitive, not even I wouldn't even call it competitiveness, but like more like my like oh you know I really want to learn that now. So it's quite nice. And and then before that during the week I actually started the Swift stuff, the iOS stuff. So been playing around with Xcode a lot and. And are you actually working on a, a an app in Swift, or are you just yes. kind of playing around? Oh no, so, yeah. an app in Swift. Yeah, so um, uh, we're, we're releasing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're doing like a we're we're so slowly building up because what we want to do is build an app that's similar to the mobile experience we have at the moment, but taking advantage of what you can do on a mobile, such as push notifications yep. and stuff like that. Uh, but the first iteration of it is literally a couple of things which are native, and then a lot of web view stuff. Okay, um, and it's really interesting going through and looking at Xcode and everything because a lot of the tutorials at the moment are still Objective C tutorials. Yep, um, and then there's a lack of Swift stuff. So, though I've had a little bit of experience in Objective C, I was hoping not to have to do as much Objective C learning as I have had to do because I need to be able to at least read it to then understand it in Swift. Um, but no, it's that's really interesting. Um, Xcode is is really cool. I mean. The whole idea, you know, like with Android and stuff, there's like so many Android devices developing for an Android device, you know, the different mm. screen size and everything. I think obviously with like the new iPhone 6 and 6 Plus and all these different screen sizes we have, we're getting a very, we're kind of getting similar in the iPhone world, I feel, mm, and stuff yeah. like the iPad and stuff like that. Uh, because like the iPhone 6 and Plus is um, like three times asset size now. So it's not just double the resolution, it's three yeah. times or something. So. Wow. That's going to be obviously having to download three X images is because it's not even just like you go from a like a, a fifty pixel image to double it to a, a six a hundred pixel image is it because it's like you double it and you double it on both dimensions so you're effectively four X in it when you double it and then so you're going to be what sixteen X in it when you it's triple it pretty crazy isn't it it's like yeah, yeah it's going to be an interesting kind of um, thing I mean obviously with four G and stuff now but then. This is the thing with the base. I think that's another reason why we're going with an iPhone app because, you know, with a lot having a lot of the assets on the phone already, yeah, having to bring them down the pipe each time. So that's quite yeah. good. I know you can do some fancy caching stuff, but it's good to have the the phone experience. But so is this just uh, an app for um, my builder? Is it or yeah? Is... So it's a, it's it's going to be our app that then the tradesmen use and stuff. So why not? I mean, have you got a web app option as well? Or you yeah, we, we do. We we find that a lot of people actually just use the web app primarily say, they... um, yeah i mean I keep thinking are we moving away from uh like native apps and going towards web apps i mean what's, I mean, what's the point i mean for something like my builder i don't really see are you just doing because you know there's going to be people out there who really do just want the app i think having an app still is more because of the fact you can have native experiences mm. um you know and, and you know when we're playing with it because one of the things um the designer will did he we're using this thing called marvel app Weird name, not Marvel as in the comic, but um, there's like this mocking, uh, for it, like mocking application, prototyping application, yeah. where you can make images of like you know maybe hand drawn images or designed on the on like the computer images that are of each of the screens and actually build you know functionality to see how it would feel like looking on the app and right. having the native experience still is better. Um, you're still wow. going to get the nicer feel for it and everything and yeah. Mm. So, but I think I think like. For me at the moment, like Swift is still very young. Um, yeah. And, you know, the lack of, well, there is a lot of documentation, but then it's all the little nuances, like um, making it so a lot of the stuff like working out, oh, how does, you know, my, my whole view on like apps now have changed. It's quite funny. It's like when you've got web, you know, when we're doing our web stuff. 
So, you know, now we go to a website and we don't just think, oh, it's just a website. We think, oh, how do they do that? How did they do that? What's that? You always look at the source. If it's a cool website, you instantly will look at the source to see what's going on. Mm. Um, Now with apps, I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, how do they do that? Oh, you know, and like taking screenshots and seeing how it is. So, yeah, it's ruined my app experience, really. So... (laughs) Yeah, don't do app design if you don't if you want to completely waste your time now just looking at apps just to see how they do things. And is Swift like comparable to like any other languages that you you've done, or is it um, different? Yeah, or? so it's I kind of feel it's C. Well, it's a C site type uh, syntax. I feel right. it's very Swift like. Uh, not Swift, of course, it's very Swift like. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Very, very Scala like. Like it has okay. this idea of optionals, um, which is very cool. There may be monad in there. Um, and it's kind of got nice wrapping around that nice sugar syntax for it. Um, generics and stuff like that. And you can kind of do a lot of functional stuff in it. And I remember last week talking about the functional Swift book that's going to be released soon, which is going to be pretty cool. Like, um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would kind of give it parallels to Scala. Um, parallels to obviously Java in the sense, you know, because you 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 know you can pick up, um, you know, Swift if you know that type of thing, and it isn't because Objective C's background is um, very much about message passing in the way that Smalltalk does things. Yeah. So when you look at Objective C, you'll be like, this is weird, but it's similar to some you know any language. Once you get the gist of it, you're like, oh, you know what they're actually doing makes sense. So. You know, and it is nice not having to deal with memory management. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, yeah, I know they have yeah. ARC and stuff like that, uh, automatic reference counting and all this stuff in Objective-C. But, yeah, having a scripty type looking language is very nice. Very cool. And was it, I mean, the conference, if you didn't know anything about Symphony, would it still have been worth going to? Was there other stuff that's like, is it just all basically um, Symphony Absolutely. Stuff? Oh, no, absolutely. Like, I mean, the thing is about it is it's a Symphony conference and there's a lot of Symphony developers, but there's a lot of talk about other frameworks you know because a lot of the components now that symphony 2 has or just symphony yeah. you know, like calling it now is that you know like laravel drupal all these other frameworks use them um so you know you can take away a lot from it and really i think a, a lot it's quite funny um because a lot of the emphasis is on good code now in the php world i think our our community is maturing yeah um but we're maturing and obviously like I think ten years ago in the Java world, you know, they were talking about this type of stuff with like Robert Martin, Uncle Bob, uh, and now we're kind of starting to bring that in. You know, some of the, you know, a lot of the concepts and stuff, um, which is really good, and you know, everything. And well, that's when it's like good to go back and actually looking at like clean coding materials and looking at Java materials because you're going to get it out a lot from it. You know, in the PHP world. Yeah, oh, that's very cool, man. Yeah. So what's the format? I've, I've also never been to a conference before. So to the uninitiated like myself, like what's the, the format? Like, do you go in, do you kind of walk in and into a big hall and there's like a, a row of speakers that come after each other or is it kind of open networking or? So what, what with this one, I think it's quite similar to a lot of, you have like uh, tracks, you have track one and track two, which are just different yep. rooms. And so you go in and we had to set up a, a booth and everything, but you normally have like a, a lobby area, kind of booth area. Uh, you know where you can talk to people go and see what they're talking about we had some guys from my sequel and stuff and different people symphony people and that's when you oh. get all the swag and everything and you can just have a word and just talk to them and stuff um yeah. that's where you'll find that like, a lot of people may be recruiting or looking for developers to help with you know projects and stuff um uh-huh. and then you'll have like food and um you know f- breakfast and in the, in the morning kind of area or well, morning kind of area morning kind of time uh and then you go yeah. to you know, the keynotes you had a, uh, this one we had a 
first keynote, which everyone goes to, mm-hmm. uh, and then it splits off. And any after every uh, talk, pretty much after every talk, you normally go downstairs into the lobby again, have a little talk, yep. and then you can choose it what what one you want to go to. So there'll be okay. in parallel two con- uh, two um, talks going on at the same time. But yep. the nice thing is they record both of them, and you can go and see them on YouTube again. So if you miss That's one, sweet. you can always go back to it and everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like that's pretty much it and, and then you know throughout the day you know you'll get some you know go for lunch or, you know and really it's just the idea of just talking to people um it's nervous at the first you're like whoa this is weird but you realize that we're all the same like it is interesting yeah. but you know like it's similar people um similar problems we all deal with on a day-to-day basis um yep. and yeah and then and then, then there's the social at the end of the night so once all the conference is gone, you go off and there's normally a pub that they've kind of rented out like a bit of area for and you just have, yeah, yeah, you just chat then. And that seems to be when a lot more of the social networking kind of works out because, you know, the conference is over then and then they people just, you know, lighten up and just chill and, yeah, have fun. Wicked. And was there people getting rowdy and was it kind of, were people doing things that were going to regret the following day? Uh, you know what? Not really, actually. <laughs> we, we, I can make it. So. The thing, <laughs> The thing is, is like I, I was so like, I wouldn't say starstruck, but more kind of like shot, like, "Well, this is awesome," you know, like yep. it is just awesome, like being around people who are ten thousand times cleverer than you, and they're open to talk to you, and you're like, "This is pretty amazing." Um, yeah, you know, you're just going to take it all in. So I definitely recommend it. I'm, I definitely want to go to more conferences because I think they're just a really good idea. Um, and they're inspiring as well because you'll get to sit, you know, speak to these. It's like it's quite cool because you see a lot of the talks online and everything, um, you know, after the fact. And but actually being at the conference because you then get to think, well, actually, I get to talk to them afterwards if I want to as well. So yep. you know, if you if you're stuck on something or you want to, them to clarify sort of clarify something, or if you just want a general chat with them, it's yeah, it's a really really good uh, idea. And in your role as ambassador for Free Dose, maybe what did you? Did, what did you do? Did you hand out cars or? I just said, free come t-shirts. on the podcast, free, free t-shirts. t-shirts. You know, we, we had lots of free t-shirts. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the t-shirts, I just had a look on the shop. Three devs and maybe, which everyone should go to anyway. Has the price, <laughs> has the price <laughs> nice. of the t-shirts come down? Cause I'm sure that when I bought one, it was like 20 quid and they're like 12 quid now. I think because <laughs> 12, maybe I, it's just an exchange rate thing. I don't know. I, I think because it's on the shop now, they are cheap. I yeah. have no idea. I, I paid like 20 quid for mine as well. So yeah. guys, God, yeah, was, yeah. was definitely Bargain. 12. That's a yeah, really? eight pounds, yeah. you know. Wait, what was the what was the URL? <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? Oh, uh, shop. What was it? Ed? Shop at dot. the shop. Shop at shop dot three devs and maybe shop at, and you can email dot, them and we right. return you the HTML. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's that's yeah. three. The number three as well. Oh so. no, 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 not uh, not the number three. Well, the either word. you could have either. Okay, I'm doing. Oh, nice. Dear. But yeah, yeah no, we need to get mugs and stuff on there because yeah. Because yeah, we are yeah, mugs, aren't coffee. we? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> self-deprecation. Oh, oh Mike, is... you have a three devs and a maybe mug at work. I'll, I'll make you a coffee. Really? Oh, oh, there you go. How much motivation motivation right one there. mug, one coffee, or coffee per day? Is that, I don't know. Yeah, like, how do we work uh, this out? It's a, it's a one-time thing. It's a one-time. Oh, right. So you, do, yeah. if he gets a new mug each time, does that, cut? you know, same oh, design, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, no, not the same design. If it's a new design, then yes. A pixel but... to the left each time, so it just goes round the mug. <laughs> I'll just see that as a mistake in the end. <laughs> bad printing, bad printing. Oh, that's good. How much are the books? I might get one then. Be worth much, it for a How coffee. much are the mugs? Yeah. I have no idea, but they must be oh. like, what, £10 or something like that? 
Wow, we've yeah. really sold out. Shocking. How come the, the women's t-shirts are more expensive? That's a little bit sexist, don't you think? Yes, yeah, so I made that complaint yeah. to me, actually. Really? Right. And yeah. there's more colours in the ladies' t-shirts. Right, you guys than are going to have Emma Watson on your case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I know you hate the word oh, the words, hot picks, uh, but uh, did you, was there anything you took away that you thought you'd recommend on the, uh, other than Symphony itself? Other than Symphony itself. Uh, so, I well, there's a couple of things, actually. So, yeah. for... One thing, obviously, this week that has has happened is shell shock. Shell shock. We oh, this the the bash thing. The bash oh, yeah, yeah, exploit. Yeah, yeah. Well, the bash bug, um, which is pretty serious. Right. Um, and for some reason, we seem to have nice names for these things, like you know, when Heartbleed came out and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I've got three links that I'll put in the show notes, and I just put in the Skype for you guys. Um, the video is really good. It's from a guy, I can't remember his name, but he did, he's done a couple of like videos. I did like the Unicode videos that I think I uh, showed like a couple of months ago. And it's a really simple, this is what the problem is and this is why it's doing it, you know, four minute introduction to it. Uh, you then have shellshocker.net, which is, um, this is, you know, what you need to do to test to see if you still can be exploited by Shellshock. And then I've got a, another link, which is actually telling a bit more in, in depth um, what it does and how it actually works and why so it's a bug. These, these things are suddenly coming out. Is it because, like, Heartbleed came out and then they were suddenly like, um, right, we need to check everything again? No, or? no, it just, just happened. I mean, this has been around since 1994. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just only just been discovered. It's only just been discovered, and you don't That's know how long, mad, like, NSA or some you know, other, you know, kind of uh, government agencies have known about it. Um, yeah. it's kind of scary because the thing is is that if you use stuff like mods uh, CGI on Apache or such similar thing people can just send requests with these head with these uh, you know good payloads which yeah. are really simple payloads in a sense and what they're trying to do and then they're able to execute arbitrary code on your on your machine which is kind of scary yeah they, yeah it very well yeah I mean the thing is is it all it is the fact that it's trying to be a bit too clever. The, the 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 way that Bash works is it's trying to be a bit too clever with functions inside of when you assume it's similar to like the SQL thing where you assume that if you put something in quotes, it's not going to yeah. be it's going to be um, interpreted as data, not as yeah. an action. Yeah. But because of a certain way that Bash needs to be able, if you want to ever execute ba- uh, a command in a sub process or sub child of Bash, it does it this way. And but the trouble is, it doesn't actually. Um, it, it will. It won't. It, it will execute that cut, that um, that function. It will do the function, but it, but it, for, for some reason, unfortunately, it also executes things afterwards. Yeah, which could be malicious or, or something. So yeah, definitely check that shellshocker.net website. Get your uh, your box up to date, and just uh, and at the moment, I think a couple have officially. There was a there was a bit of confusion. I I got confused myself personally, where it was like, oh, it's partially fixed or something. Right, like for an update. So I would just say the next week, just every every day, just do an update. Just check, uh, you know, on your box and stuff. Like that includes your Mac. You know, I think with the Mac and stuff, the best Serious. way to do that is to just with the bat. You can uh, upgrade the Bash, um, the actual Mac Bash. But personally, I would actually just use Brew and install uh, Bash through that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, definitely do that, guys. Honest, I haven't really got anything that important on my Mac. I'm kind of really lazy. I'll just leave it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna yeah wait until there's a software update for OS X yeah. and just download it. Well, how about your DigitalOcean boxes? Definitely do. Yeah, I got an email from DigitalOcean actually so yes. with with yeah they've put together some guides on how to sort yeah, that. Yeah, I so. would definitely do it just in Again, case. Um, a lot of effort. 
I mean, what I guess it's better you if you've got a few lines of code. Yeah, <laughs> you mean you mean logging in, SSH it in, doing it like an app update or a yum update. Well, too to much. be fair, I mean, like, say you've got like a client's website on there, shouldn't they be paying for you for, to do that? I mean, in my uh, mind, like, I, what? You're crazy. You you're mean. No, I know? guess if they're paying you for hosting, then I guess that should probably it's fall on you because it's yeah. Because I guess if you had a bug in your code. Mm. It, which is, I guess, a service that you're providing, and then it'll be up to you to fix the code. Whereas they're paying you for secure hosting, I guess. And yeah, and out of the goodness yeah. of your heart, you know, you're caring for these people. It is quite, yeah, it is quite scary because you don't have a, <laughs> uh, things like Docker, which uses like you know, like has these ideas of isolated containers. They have yeah, their own instances of Bash. So the idea of Docker is similar, like that each service you have is their own kind of isolated thing, which have their own Bash. So. A lot of people who use Docker have got a lot of updating to do because each one of these boxes needs to be updated. So, and, right. I mean, the thing about Bash is it's used in a lot of things. Like, it's used in routers. So, it's things that you don't think use Bash have this exploit. Yeah. So, it's not just your server. You know, you think, oh, it's okay. Things like your router may even have it, and that's even scarier because then, you know, your router, everything that goes through your network goes through the router into the into the real world. So, yeah, definitely. So, I just literally just need to update bash and then i'm i'm done is that right uh yeah and i would do i would just continue checking the next couple of days then pray up to the week because i think just to make sure that you've got the final fix um but yeah, yeah it, it is scary i mean some of the stuff like through like the guardian the bbc and stuff yeah they really don't understand technology um, yeah did you see there was a couple of news reports where it was like what was it it was there is an exploit called Bash. Yeah, yeah, that was it, exactly. Yeah. That. I was trying to find that picture. Yeah, an exploit called Bash. Yeah, like, no. And it was it was like the same thing. Do you remember when all the the celebrity photos were leaked as well? And like there was, I think it was CNN kind of said a hacker named 4chan has, has like hacked all these accounts. Genius. <laughs> like thinking that 4chan was oh, the name dear. of the hacker. You think that these big companies would have just hire someone? Who or have... yeah, especially like BBC and and CNN and stuff. Like, why do they not have like a tech expert? Like yeah. anyone who's spent like two minutes on the internet knows that Four Chan's a website. Hire, like like a, just a teenager, you know, who just yeah. does that and just knows. Yeah, you exactly. Save or maybe they're doing it for because it, it's freaking hilarious. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh dear. but no, that so that, that that's the shell shock stuff. Um, and I will let you be in a minute. But there's this actually just come through today for the PHP. Um, an RFC which come in PHP seven. It's the is set ternary operator. It's the double uh, question mark. And you know, similar to you know the idea of having default values. Yeah. Yep. So you know, like uh, you know, when you say like, oh, I want you to get have the get parameter, you know, name, or I want it to be default of NA or something. You know, normally you would have to do is set. If it's set, then I want that. Else, it's that. Yeah. You can yep. now just use this double uh, question mark, and because normally you could uh-huh. use the question mark uh, colon together but actually that that provides a that that results in a warning if you don't like suppress the warning or something you know how we yeah. used to do the app suppression thing so this is a very nice way of just solving that is set or kind of problem so yeah, yeah that'd be interesting i actually discovered a way of doing that in, in laravel like because it's just elementary laravel but i didn't actually realize that you could do similarly you don't you do the the get and then the parameter that you want to get in in laravel is it get or yeah? And then you can put a second parameter as the default in there as well. So that kind of handles that, which is a really nice way of doing it. When I only only found that out. Like it's it's really not. I mean, it's those simple things like that, but it makes the code cleaner. It makes yeah. you know your intent clean because you don't need this a lot. You know, you don't want these if statements. You know, kind of confusing the matter. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and I think the, the double uh, question mark for me looks good. And it's also in Swift, actually, which it's used for. So I'm wrapping optionals and stuff. So, no, I think it's a good, good thing. And I'm glad that it actually went through. And that is pretty much for me. That's it. So I've been yabbing on. So go for it, guys. Uh, sorry, that's just that's a PHP 7 thing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's been um, uh, submitted and voted in to the new as an RFC. Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, how about you then, Fraser? What for you uh, been up to? Um, I've kind of been uh, kind of jumping on and off and on and off this um, this .NET project. Um, we're still kind of I've still not written a lot of .NET code, but we've been trying to. Did I say about the the store procedures that we're having to use to interact with the database? Yeah. How did that go? So have that, you been able? Yeah. To... It's it's yeah. Basically, we've. I spent a bit of time on Thursday and Friday kind of making changes to some of these store procedures because the issue was it didn't like the select into. So I'm now having to, to modify these, these store procedures to do, well, create a temp table and then insert into the temp table. Um, and I've never touched store procedures or SQL server. So it was kind of a bit of a learning curve to work out what I needed to be doing to, to do that. And there's still kind of a few things that, aren't working as nicely and as, as smoothly and like some of the syntax just seems weird i was getting like an error with from by my eye it looked it looked like the code was perfect and stuff and it was saying oh like invalid invalid statement near such and such and then it there was, as far as i could tell there wasn't as far as one of the other guys could tell there wasn't and then we ended up just chucking like a a blanket select statement in between these or on this line where it was giving us the issue which wasn't actually doing anything. It was just selecting something out of the database and then carrying on with the rest of the operation and the rest of the operation worked fine after that. So it's, yeah, I'm not, not quite, quite sure what's going on there, but yeah, we've spent a bit of time changing a couple of the, the store procedures to, to actually work. But then we're going back to the client now saying, well, you've given us this database and we have to use the store procedures. We, we need to spend a lot of time going through all these stored procedures and kind of modifying them. So, so what, why yeah, do we're you waiting back. store procedures? Like, I, that's the problem with SQL in general, like the different dialects, like you've got the MySQL, you know, Microsoft, MySQL, Postgres. They all have their own yep. different nuances. And But why do you have to use store procedures is that like their way of it's protecting yeah it's their way they've they've got a couple of other um a couple of other uh, platforms that kind of interact with this data so they've set up all these store procedures that do essentially everything that any of their kind of any of their apps or any of their their sites and stuff need to to do with data so they said we need you to use store procedures rather than going in and just kind of working on the database in the in the traditional sense um so they gave us, that's the thing, we kind of assumed they'd given us access to the live data, but what it uh. seems that's happened is, yeah, uh, what, what, what has happened that we can work out is they've changed, or they've, they've made a copy of, of this server onto a Windows Your Box, which is a thing that doesn't support the select intos. Um, so it's kind of, we, we, we've had a load of back and forth with them trying to get, in, it's, it's kind of hard to get in touch with the guys we need to be speaking to there as well. So we've been trying to kind of say, look, can you tell us actually what this data is and like are we allowed to change these store procedures because obviously we don't want to do it if it's a, a live system because if we make changes to these store procedures it could kill all their other their other stuff but from what we can work out it is it's not the live data source um so yeah we're just waiting back on a response from them um so i've spent a couple of days looking at into the store procedures and all that kind of stuff still not properly written any any net code um but i'm looking forward to kind of getting to a stage where i can crack on and and, and fire away on that um, and other than that, I've been working a lot of freelance work. Um, I don't think I mentioned the the online store that I'm building for this this guy who's got the stunt plane and, and wants to sell vouchers for kind of stunt plane experience. So that's a really interesting one. I'm enjoying enjoying working on that. Um, and then, are you going to get a voucher 
when you finished? I don't know. I was kind of like yeah, thinking, better. should they, I they, maybe say like part payment? Because I'd love to do it. Like, because the vouchers are quite expensive, free, so I'd be. Oh, yes, you put yeah, test drive. Yeah, I'll yeah. test drive your website if you take for me for a test yeah. drive. On your plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not testing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd love to do it. Um, but the kind of the clients come through a designer that I work with, so I've not got any kind of one-to-one conversations straight with the designer because it all goes sorry with the with the pilot so it goes through the designer so i'm kind of yeah i'm debating whether or not to kind of say well i'll knock some some money off the fee if you can take me for a spin but that'd be cool um and then other than that i've had a, a bit of a long weekend literally i woke up about five minutes before we started recording so if i'm if i sound a bit hazy it's that's why um <laughs> like i met uh, one of the a web developer that i used to work with in down in new zealand He's over in the country at the moment, so I went down to Brighton with him for a few beers on Friday oh, night, and dear. it got a little bit messy. We got kicked out of a nightclub at like three o'clock in the morning. How? We walked, we walked in, and then there was a, a VIP area. So we're like, oh, let's, let's have a walk into the VIP area. So we like walked <laughs> in, there was do. no bouncer there, and we we got in there and we were fine. And then like <laughs> my my friend, uh, he's, he's called Gene, uh, this web developer from New Zealand. Like he was, one of his mates was down as well. So his mates started trying to dismantle the furniture in the what? VIP area, <laughs> and then we're like, "This is a great idea!" So we're like taking all the cushions it. off all the seats and yeah, turning everything upside down, like pulling all the backs off all the chairs. And then I was like, "Oh, because you know, they, like they've got projectors and stuff, and they're kind of like projecting dance music and stuff onto the onto the walls." So I was still on the table trying to like press buttons on this on this projector, and as I'm doing it, a bouncer a bouncer walks into the things like. Come with me, boys. Yeah, we didn't kind of, uh, we didn't fight it. We just kind of accepted it. It's like, yeah, we know we're getting kicked out. So I just kind of like walked <laughs> off and it was, it was all very good fun. So that was, I was out till about to five o'clock in the morning. They had to go. No, I didn't actually manage to break anything. I was pressing buttons <laughs> and nothing was happening. Breaking? Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, being drunk <laughs> um, is fun. Oh, yeah. So I was out till about, yeah, about five o'clock in the morning that day and then had to go up to Cambridge. Well, I didn't have to, but went up to Cambridge to see a mate of mine that I've not seen for a few years. And he, yeah, we, we ended up kind of in the, uh, the University of Cambridge Student Union Bar, which was Way. quite, quite funny. Yeah. But cause it's, it's off term time. So there was no, there was no like students around, but there was like a reunion party going on there. So kind of we're all sat there in this like. And you're like, what did you do? So I you, just did science, you know? Yes. Yes. You know, uh, <laughs> e equals MC squared and all that. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are saying that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I wasn't drinking because I had to drive, so I only had like a couple of pints of shandy. Um, and uh, yeah, so we kind of we found ourselves in yeah in the student union bar at Cambridge University, which was interesting. There was there was a reunion going on. There was a lot of people dressed up in like tuxedos and oh, and what have you. We kind of like sat around in the corner in a pair of jeans and t shirts, and like one of my friends is like covered in tattoos, and he was getting strange looks from everyone. And <laughs> yeah, oh, good fun, my boy. Nice. And uh, any. Mike? Oh, from you? Uh, I've not used anything new, to be honest. Um, so now, unfortunately, I don't have anything to to kind of report. But how's your week been, anyway? Are you kind uh, of juggling life and freelance and having a baby and yeah. house hunting and well, oh. house buying and yeah, exactly that, all that. To be honest with you, but I think uh, hopefully I'll wrap up my um, freelancing today, which is Way. good because I, I start uni tomorrow. So uh, boo. <laughs> 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 Yeah, exactly. I I knew I had to get it finished by this weekend, so I I think I'm on track to do that. To be honest with you, so uh, yeah, finish off my little um, chat app. That's working pretty well. What's your uh, uh, first uh, lecture tomorrow? I, I actually, to be fair, because I'm still waiting to hear on where I'm on one of the modules. Uh, my first lecture is Wednesday, I think. What's your so, timetable looking like? Um, it'll be about I think about six hours a week. 
Um, and yeah. obviously it's just all the outside of, uh, you know, uni stuff like the weekends are probably looking at, I don't know, 10, 15 hours. Yeah. Oh man, I'm really upset. I wish, uh, I wish I was actually going to university this year. So That'd could, be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. So hang, hang out. And like, Who, who's that man you're hanging out with? Well, why like, is your oh. dad there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my adopted father. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, juggling all those is, is interesting. But I think to be fair, doing the freelancing for the last month has kind of helped me kind of settle in to know what it's going to be like. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be pretty killer, but you know, it's all working to a good, um, purpose and stuff. So yeah. Um, definitely I was going to say, just following your shell shock conversation. Uh, I was like, well, I know you're you not moaning at me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Ed wouldn't stop moaning at me until I get it done. So I just, uh, I just found DigitalOcean um, article on how to update and stuff. And it's, like you say, it's dead simple. But certainly for um, uh, with Yum, it's like one command. Uh, I've just done it, and it was really quick and easy. So I'll put the DigitalOcean uh, link in there if Ed hasn't already. I'm not too sure. Uh, but there we go. Um, and the other thing I was going to mention, uh, we were in a team meeting, me and Sash, uh, this week about, well, a few things really, but mainly about, uh, web page speed and all that kind of stuff. Um, basically, we've got quite a few Magento sites that are just proper dog slow. Um, so we've been doing a lot of trying to get to the bottom of what those issues are, yep. uh, which I'm not going to go into everything. But one of the things I looked at, because we were talking about the topic of sprites. I don't know how you guys feel about sprites. Is that yeah, something I, you use? I try and use sprites as well as much as possible. It's, mm. just, uh, it's just nice to have, only have to export one graphic than yeah. like 15 <laughs> different graphics. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Ed? Um, I, I I like sprites. I don't because I don't really do much of the front end stuff at the moment. But like when I was doing the freelance stuff, like yeah, that sprites are really good, and you can get those generators, can't you? That just generate sprites out of all your images, generate yeah, the CSS. Yeah. So it's quite how easy. good are those things? Uh, do they literally just kind of make a a single graphic with a load of images That's in random it. places, or do they? Uh, no, so they, yeah. they build up, they build up the, the image, and then they also build up the CSS. You know, working out where things are. Right. That's cool. So they do all the the hard work for you, really. Yeah, it's cool. What about? Because yeah, um, I sometimes I've never used one of those because I sometimes find that when you're creating a sprite, obviously, if you've got an area that you want to show a background images, which is actually bigger than the image itself, and you don't want to repeat, you need to be quite careful as to where you actually place the individual icons within that sprite. If you see what I mean, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I've, I've I've just generally kind of built them. Yeah, what about, just uh, to Photoshop. And... What does Justin do for you guys these days? Is he does he give you sprites? Does he, does he or... design anymore? You know, is he still doing? <laughs> he, no, he, he does. Yeah, I think he does about five minutes of design. God, yeah, yeah. plays yeah. online. You know, goes on Reddit. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and a bit of client liaison here and there, peppered in for for good measure. But no, he'll just give us a PSD, and yeah, we have to kind of extract everything ourselves and, and what have you. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so he, he still doesn't do much work. He just kind of just yeah, kind of turns up, plays worms for for an hour at lunchtime, and oh, it's and a joke. Isn't he? Real classic. joke. Yeah, <laughs> classic Justin. Yeah, classic Justin. Everyone knows. Well, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I I don't know. For me, something just doesn't sit nicely with sprites. I, I really, I'm not. I don't know what it is. But save your request, man. You don't have to hit the server. Yeah. Well, that I completely agree with. So I've kind of looked at alternatives and I think we've probably talked about this in, in the pod, but again, I hardly do any front end work anymore. So, uh, but I was looking at data URIs. Is that something you guys have used? Oh, what you, yeah. So actually having the image base encoded. Yeah. In line. <laughs> no. it's, it's funny because 
Mike says that, but he's never used them, obviously. It's <laughs> one of the things he just suggests. Have you used it then, Mike? No, no. Just, Is it one of these things he says, oh, Smash, can you just look into this for me yeah, and like, implement <laughs> it on all the sites? <laughs> oh, I really bud. regret bringing Sash on the show. <laughs> yeah. But He's no, telling us what you that... really do at your job. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a, a better way of doing it to me, personally. Really? I don't know. Well, I think it looks messy, though. You still messy, get past though, the... You do, well, but... no, because... But the, the the massive images, though, because... Yeah, but you're still getting past that um, problem of, you know, loads of HTTP requests, aren't you? Um, and it's, I don't know, it just seems a lot more logical to me and a lot more readable to a developer, whereas you've got Sprite, you've got to spend all that time trying to position things and all that kind of stuff. Well, no, because the I'm thing is, is it. You, don't, you don't generate the Sprite. Yeah. You should just get no, no, the I... program to generate it. Yeah, I get that. But then surely like when you're still when you're styling up your code, you still have to say, Well, okay, I want to go down to this point of the sprite. No, no, because it, right? it, it, it generates the CSS for you as well. Yeah. Generates the CSS. Oh, okay, you're right. So I it, see. You literally give it a a, a bunch of a bunch of uh, images. Yeah. It will then work out the best way to, uh, to 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 actually align them up and everything. Yeah. And then it will just right. generate the CSS as well. So then you don't have to do I don't want yeah, I'm not messing around with playing around with that rubbish. Like, yeah, let that do the job. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Or maybe I could come around to that. But I just like the idea of this. It just seemed like, especially it if you could just for store small those... images. Like, I think the thing is, is like for, for headers and stuff like that, like, you know, header mm. logos and stuff that are quite simple. But I think yeah. I remember, I remember once on one of my personal websites, I had like these images and I was, I was like you, I was saying, oh, I'll just do it as data URIs. But then they mm. look unwieldy um, and they make really? the CSS look awful. Yeah, because they've just got no, this massive blob of bash uh, of base sixty four stuff, and it's a bit like, Ooh. yeah. I'm surprised. I thought you'd be uh, into that kind of stuff, but wow. I don't, I don't swing that way. I'm sorry, Mike. Wow, someone's just lost uh, a lot of reputation points. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, it's an interesting debate, I guess. Anyway, but I for me that looked quite quite tasty. Uh, but I think that's all I really had in terms of uh, hot picks this week. To be honest, how's work and- treating you? Uh, work. Uh, you, are you getting bullied by a certain person or interns? Just, yeah, interns. I don't know about you guys, think... but like, it's the young people coming to the company. Like, I think they own the place. Think they know everything. They do, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, work's all good. Actually, to be fair, I've been doing a lot of Magento stuff again, which is you've been slagging off this painful. guy though. I can't remember his name, but oh, he's an intern Sash. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, keep, are you ringing me up? Sound, weird... He sounds like a cool guy. He does sound like a dude to me. Does sound like a dude. Yeah, but, uh, but no, you ring me at like late in the evening, like early mornings, like why? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Mickey, I, I couldn't sleep because of this guy. Yeah, yeah. And, like I keep, get I keep off my chest. Of, I think the mean I'm thinking thing. about seeing a therapist. My sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. and they, <laughs> you know, at, at work, they've tried to, um, they've they've tried many things to try and like make me feel like I'm not actually a proper employee. <laughs> one, of the, one of the methods was. They're not going to call me Sashin. They're going to call me Tony as like a derogatory <laughs> name. So they just refer to me as Tony. And, and someone at work has put me on this, uh, on Skype, on their contact list. I'm listed as Tony Ishmael. Right? And so he had and someone then, uh, from the university come to, uh, to check that it was going all right and that he's doing a good job. And basically, everyone's idea was that whenever he came near any one of us, we would just flinch like he's been like attacking us or something. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, the placement like advisor didn't want to like come into the office. But uh, oh, another one is um, 
Another one was um, that they uh, one of the guys that worked tried to come up with like a derogatory name for me as well, which was he he couldn't think of one, so he's like, "You're a you're a worky," and I was like, "Good name, <laughs> yeah, well played, yeah, <laughs> solid, yeah." yeah. <laughs> so pre now is a good time actually to move on to uh, I say move on to Sashin. That's right. Uh, yeah, get on to what uh, Sashin does. Get on to Sashin. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's get on to fashion. Uh, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself slightly and uh, your background? Slightly, not fully. Yeah, I know, don't, don't fully. No, don't give the I only give my, only give my first name and maybe yeah, my first Yeah, keep it short. Like... All, right. <laughs> All right. No, go well, for it. Say what you want. All right, well, uh, I'm Sashin. Um, I'm a student at the University of Kent. Uh, I'm on a placement year, so my year in industry, working with Mike uh, um, X-Digital. I'm allowed to say that, right? a lot in itself, yeah. <laughs> okay, that. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it at the moment. I started in June and I finished in February. Uh, my placement's supposed to be like 10 to 12 months, but this one's nine, but they said it was all right. So that's fine. Um, yeah, so I'm just kind of seeing what opportunities there are and, um, just learning a lot really at the moment. Um, about, I'm, I'm, I'm right now, I'm, uh, more front end than anything else. Um, so I'm doing that and that's, that's pretty fun. Um, kind of, Trying to get Mike to teach me PHP on the side as well. Uh, <laughs> it should go well. You're, you're doing pretty well, I'd say. Uh, you, you say that, but I don't even Have you seen my code? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mick, typical Mickey. Typical I know. Mickey. Classic. Classic. Classic, Mike. bud. You bring uh, good attitude to the lessons, though. That's, that's, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Is that what you do at university? You just bring your just good bring attitude. attitude. Yeah. Fail so everything, but just good attitude. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, when they say your grades for F, it's like, oh, you know, D for F in class, but A for attitude. Really, you know, such a good guy. That's pretty much um, my school report every year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I don't know. I would, I would say typical student life, but right now working nine to five, I'm kind of like living for the weekends. I have my only real time off. So I treat them quite preciously. Um, so you guys should be thankful that I'm using some of the time to be on this podcast. No, I'm joking. <laughs> millions and millions. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the questions I'm going to ask you actually before we get into like the nitty gritty detail and stuff, but like being a student now, like the tuition fees are scary. Yeah, uh, it cost to go to uni these days. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was funny because at work, someone was like, "Some no one really knew how much it costs," and they were like, "Oh, so you know, you're 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 not paying like what one th- three thousand? And I was like, I just look, I just gave him a look. You know, to say like, wow, you're so oh. out of it right now. How do you not know this? Um, <laughs> it's, it's not 3,000. Uh, it's 9,000 pounds a year. Wow. Cause I remember when I first went to, or when I first went, when I went to uni, like it was, my year was the first year that tuition fees actually came into play because it was free for everyone before yeah, then. Yeah. And, and then it went up to like, it was, we had to pay a thousand pound a year. And yeah. that was like, this is disgraceful. Like, why should we? Obviously, it's, yeah. it's yeah. not disgraceful at all. Like, cause it's, it's gone up 9x since then. <sighs> yeah. Mine was free, I think. Uh, well, not free, free grand a year. Uh, right. Yeah. So it got up, obviously, since you went and stuff. And Ed, wow. I'm guessing you were free grand. Yeah. Three grand as well. So I just, I don't know. Like, so, I have to say, is now. sucker. No. So. Well, <laughs> I don't Ouch. know if I do it. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if I would think it was worthwhile now. If it's nine grand a year, I don't know if yeah. I'd do it. But it's a lot of it, well, money. look at it this way: if you're if you're gonna, you know, try and get a job in, like, say, this industry, or pretty 
most industries really they're going to look for a degree regardless it's like the base yeah. level you need now it's not just it's not just oh does he have a degree but look at his experience no it's just do you have a degree yes or no and then you're just instantly put into like a separate pile i'm not sure if that's the case actually i mean no, no i mean there's obviously like if you have a lot of work experience they'll be like okay well he's obviously like had a lot of experience but and that kind of mounts up but you have to have like a lot of knowledge and experience to like rival a degree i think i, I think going in like on your cv not having a degree is like just a really big turn off for people it doesn't matter what the degree's in as long as you have a degree you know it could be in anything but as long as you've like got that it's like people kind of look for that as a kind of oh he actually bothered to go uh, and, and study and be in uh, debt he wants to be in debt yes <laughs> yeah. yeah um i did i mean i pe- people you know they they say to me like oh is it, is it worth it and i say well you know i i say well either way you're paying money back so well to me you know whether i'm paying you know twenty seven thousand, which is you know the total of the three years um yeah. uh, or or thirty thousand that's a three thousand pound difference but it doesn't matter like that's so much money anyway what's another couple thousand more like i'm just i i just see it as i'll pay it off eventually you know yeah and if, I, if i don't i don't but you know, I, I, don't, I honestly just, I don't see that as a, as a problem. I just, I just want to get my degree. Um, and I think that people should go and get their degree. I mean, yes, I understand that the money is an issue, but it's not like you're paying it all back the day after you finish, you know, like, it's spread out yeah. and it's quite, it's quite they don't, Yeah, they don't, they don't start taking it off you till you earn your next amount anyway, do they? Like, right. they don't, uh, it's like 21, 22, 23,000. Yeah. Uh, you have to be earning that or more. Uh, and also, I think they've changed it, but a lot of people, you could actually, if you went to live in another country, the debt would be wiped, apparently. Oh, that's sneaky. My plan originally after university was to go to Canada and, and live there, but yeah. I didn't know that that would dodge debt, and people were like, oh, you're smart, and I was like, what, why? And they're like, oh, <laughs> you're going to you know, dodge debt. I was like, I, that wasn't my plan. I don't want to dodge the debt. I mean, I'm not I yeah, don't you do. paying it. Yeah, you do. I know but the guy who does. <laughs> Well, I, I wasn't doing it for dodging the debt. I was doing it for other reasons, but that would, you know, help. dodge the debt, apparently. That would help, yeah. So, um, but, you know, if I have to, if they change it and I have to pay it, then I have to pay it. I, I honestly, it's not a big deal for me. Yeah. I suppose, um, do you ju- do you feel that it justifies the 27 grand, other than just having that piece of paper at the end of three years? Do you feel that what you gain out of it now is worth it? Um, I, uh, I think it's really, it really depends on, one, the university you go to. And two, your lecturers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, some, ah, the students don't really matter that much, but it's the lecturers that really, um, make you excited for what you study. People always go, people always say, Oh, I'm thinking about studying this, but I really enjoy this. And I say, Well, you, you should always study something you enjoy because you're paying a lot of money for it. And a lot of people actually, they don't go to their lectures and, and it, I, it boggles the mind because you're paying so much money for yeah. something you're not even going to. I don't understand. How can you? Why, how could you justify you just having a DOS for three years if you're, you know, going to be in that debt? You might as well take advantage of what you, you know, what you have to like have an offer. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I, I, as I was saying, like the lecturers, if they're not, if they're not, if if they're boring and they they look like they just kind of read off the slide all the time and they don't really. Yeah, they've done of, it for years. They can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which some of my lecturers are like that. Which would you like to name and shame? And we can yeah, name names. Oh, uh, I, I really, I really would, but I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> I honestly feel this is the big difference, though, between like when we went to university and, and like what's like now. Sashin's going stuff is that I think people of our sort of generation like you could dust around because you thought, well, I've not really spent much money on it. You know, it's just going to be a great laugh. Whereas yeah. like it's only now I'm doing my masters and stuff, and I, I appreciate the value of money more and 
an education that I'm actually really taking it seriously. Whereas for like people like Sasha now, sorry, talking about you like you're not here, like um, because that cost, you can't go there thinking I'm just going to have a DOS. Why would you wouldn't spend 27 grand to have a DOS, would you? I suppose you were, well, that you're still young, naive, and I'm sure that a lot of people do. Yeah, I guess there's they still assume are people, uni but... is. Yeah, yeah. Mike says, and I guess a lot right. of people are doing it on, on mum and dad's money as well. So I guess like, yeah, to them true. on an indiv- individual level, like, yeah, I, I know because w- when I went to uni, it was kind of like I drifted into uni because it was like, well, yeah. I don't really know, know what to do with themselves. So kind of I went to uni and fair enough, it was a hell of a lot cheaper then. So the financial impact wasn't as big. But yeah, my thing was like, oh, well, another three years of not having to worry about what I want to do. And I can kind of see even with it being nine grand because there's a lot of rich people out there isn't there whose yeah, parents yeah. like i'm sure 27 grand for three years at uni is like a drop in the ocean yeah. um and i'm sure that there are still quite a lot of people that are, are kind of at uni in the same way i was at uni it's like i don't know what i want to do with my life but this is another three years where i don't have to think about it yeah i don't want to yeah. do work at the moment i want to have fun yeah, yeah completely yeah but i mean i after um you know after university you're just you know, you're not really on summer holiday, are you? You're just kind of unemployed at that point. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the reasons that I took my course was because I had a year in industry. And, you know, I thought, oh, that's going to be really good to, like, you know, what, network or whatever. You yeah. sucker. You yeah, hit yeah. and sinker. Oh, that, that is worth 27 grand right there. I'm just yeah. uh, just put it out there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, an ex- you're an expensive guy. But, yeah. You know, but worth it's it. worth it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, but it, it's really <laughs> useful because there's there's some people on my course now uh actually i uh, went to well i say a party but it wasn't really i was i misjudged the situation because it said <laughs> well party did you come in a fancy on... dress party and it was <laughs> <laughs> it, on the facebook invite it was like party let's get you know Naked. people smashed and then i was like oh okay <laughs> so i turned up and it was just people in casual clothes you know in the living room there was about eight nine of them Actually, it's probably about seven of them. And, you know, they were just playing, you know, just chatting around like it was really casual, you know, music to a really, you know, not not too high. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is like a nice gathering. But um, were they smashed? No, no. We, we played, we, we, this is sad. We played we, Twister. No. We, we, played drink, we played drinking games without alcohol, right? Whoa, <laughs> that's what? How, that's how, yeah. What? Yeah, I guess. Uni's weird. You changed. No, 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 no. It's it's just that i don't know i they shouldn't have put party let's get smashed on the facebook event <laughs> on if that's not what was gonna happen yeah. at all it was almost <laughs> like you insane. know fake advertising you know just trying to pull you in <laughs> oh man but yeah um they know their demographic yeah so I, I was i was there and um it was hosted by um someone on my course and um she, she was saying to me that Oh, you know, like I really wish that I was, I was doing, um, you know, an Ian industry. I'm kind of jealous. I just want to get out there now because hearing yeah. everyone talk about it and say, Oh yeah, I've like learned so much in like the first two weeks than I have done, uh, university on a, on the whole. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of people who are just kind of saying, Oh, I kind of wish I did it. But at the same time, I understand why people would skip the year in industry and yeah. want to finish their third year so they can say, look, I finished my degree. I can like now get on with my life. Yeah. But I, I think it's, it's it's quite a good like boon because like once you once you do finish that year in the industry, it's possible that I would be offered a job after university at the same That's company. Um, yeah. And if not, I've got that experience to say, yeah. look, I've worked here for so long and I've learned this much. And you know, it, it, if I ever need help, maybe in the future with like I don't know something back endy, I can be like, hey, Mike, what, you know, can you help yeah. me a sec? Nice. But um, 
Uh, yeah, expect a load of those phone calls, by the way, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I, I do think the in industry is like really valuable, and I, I don't understand why people didn't really push it and try. Because um, during, you know, you got to go through all the interviews. It's like a proper job. The university only helps you slightly by kind of um, giving you a list of trusted sources that they, you know, that they've they've talked to um, for you to get placements from but it's not necessarily you know um, 100% that you're going to get that placement it, 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 you might not even get an interview uh, it's just kind of sources that they trust and placements that other students have gone on to from Kent um, uh, previously so I suppose we, I don't know if we've actually asked what course are you doing <laughs> right yeah so I do uh, biomedical science no no <laughs> solid solid <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just read like, you know, the Java hand guide overnight. Um, <laughs> I, I do multimedia technology and design. Um, so that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, so I'll explain that, but it does sound impressive when you tell people. Yeah. That's, that's why I study it. Um, it's just anything, it's kind of anything media-y. So like, um, like Photoshop, kind of the Adobe suite, they kind of cover that, uh, websites, um, they cover, uh, film and like editing for manipulation, film uh, footage and uh, editing, three um, D animation as well. Um, so there's there's a lot of kind of uh, they, they, there's some like graphic stuff as well, but there, there's a lot of um, I don't know, just anything media really gets thrown into uh, to our course. Are we allowed to plug your site? I know you get really funny about it, but uh, I think it's really good. I know you don't, uh, but I, I don't think it's good at all. All right, all right. Right, it, well, trust it, me, it would be better than anything me, Ed, and Fraser could do on that, that kind whoa, of thing. Whoa, we're right. designers at heart. Wow. <laughs> I take offence to that, sir. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. I, actually, I don't know what what was you did, Ed. Like when you, you, you probably know about this anyway, no, I, I guess. I, I really don't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I did like all the computer ones. like. Yeah. But what's your... I, you're going to put your uh, your site address in uh, the Skype window. Yeah, yeah. Just, it should be this, but for some reason... I can't it goes to get on... Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know why, but I I can't get onto it at the moment. So uh, I don't. That's coincidental. I don't like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Let me just check something quickly. Uh... This, is, this is good. Good <laughs> airtime. It is interesting though, because like Mickey, you you I I know we've talked about it before, but you. Mm. What did you do at university? You did history and politics, didn't you? History and politics, yeah. I did, yeah. You know, That's why I... I thought it'd be good to kind of get Sachin on, really, just get his input. I mean, I'm with Fraser, and I kind of think that, I mean, we've discussed a thousand times, haven't we? But I honestly would rather look at someone's code rather than their CV, I guess. Well, uh, I mean, this is it. I think, you know, your, your code speaks for you. Your GitHub repo speaks for you. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, but I do understand where, you know, the whole parling thing, that sounds weird, but, you know, the whole yeah. idea of, you know, oh, have they got a degree, yay or nay? It's a very easy way to filter. It's a good filter. Well, not a good one, but it yeah. is a filter system that people use. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and right or wrong. But, you know, I, I, I still believe that, I mean, I, I with my uh, uni experience, I, would, I wouldn't have, you know, taken away i would still have gone to university so you know yeah but i do feel people feel that going to university then instantly gets them a job and i don't know whether that's still the same vibe that's what i had when i was at uni no that's not true at all it is not true 
uh, what, people it, still assume that because that's what I had at uni. People assumed that you know that doing mm. that would you know instantly get them into a job and then they'll yeah. be able to settle down. That I they think, wouldn't. I think there are people out there like that, Sash. You know, like, no, 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 I'm not saying there aren't people like that, but that I'm saying it's just not true. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, completely yeah, yeah. yeah it's a yeah, complete fallacy yeah. like you have to work hard and you only get as much as you give in university you know like you know if you take advantage of this lecturers you know being able to go to their lectures take advantage of your lecturers you just came <laughs> in at the right back time yeah um but you know like if you you know go you know take you know like the course and enjoy the course and you know do stuff on yep. the side work wise and you know but People just think of it as a coasting thing, um, and it's not. And you do have to work hard, especially at tech in tech, like after uni, yeah. which is mm. the fun thing. Yeah, um, the so this is the the URL, but it, for some reason it, it's actually down. Uh, I oh, don't know why. Kent, Kent's down. That's awful. yeah. I, you need to get your own domain, man. That's that should be on your uh, top yeah, of your priority. Solution. So, uh, Mickey will do it for you. I've just got you yeah, to do some I've more work, mate. You've so got loads time. of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've got uh, so. Much I think time. I'm gonna. If I do do that, I will rebuild it because I don't like it at all. Now that I look at it, I I don't like it. Everyone's so, like that. What what side of uh, of the media stuff do you enjoy more then? The website, I suppose you're a web company, or the video well, side. Um, I did. I used to enjoy the video side a lot more, and I think I still do. Um, what I do right now for um, our company, um, it's not the most exciting stuff to do with video um, because it's all kind of samey. Um, but then again, I am I am like making tutorials, so it's kind of I've got it down to a T. So it's kind of boring. Like the process is the exact same. Um, but uh, no. So right now, the website is like really what I'm into. But I did. I did kind of fall into it. I didn't expect to um, uh, really enjoy it like I do now. When I first started university, I was really into just kind of learning the Adobe Suite and kind of getting up to date with how to like you know use Photoshop. Well, I, mean, I knew a little bit, but not enough. And I really wanted to learn that um, how to um, you know uh, image manipulate and footage and kind of edit that and just do some crazy stuff and. Uh, Originally, I was going to take a course purely about just editing, um, yeah. you know, footage and stuff, because it, it can go really in depth. And that the Adobe Suite has some really powerful programs. So that was what I was originally going to do. But I thought that, um, this course is kind of an, a more all round course and there's a lot of coding in it. And I thought that I would, you know, I'd try and see how that would go. But yeah, I, I didn't think I'd enjoy, um, like website building as much as I have. So, uh, yeah. So is this One your of the first... things? Oh, sorry, go for it. Oh, sorry, man. No, you go. I was just saying, like, cool. so with um, that is so at university was your first foray into like the website of things. Like beforehand, have you made websites, built websites, or? Oh yeah, so yeah, this is one thing that they actually didn't take into account. So when I when I did start university, it was it was I've never actually built a website before. I've I've kind of seen like you know when you can like view the page source. Yeah. Uh, using Chrome or whatever browser. Yeah, that's like the only experience I really had. And I just look at it and I go, what is this like, you know, what, I didn't know what, what are you doing? What is this like less than sign P more than sign? What does that mean? Why is, <laughs> why is, why is there text inside? It? I don't understand. It's obviously just like some code that I don't, you know, now obviously like I totally understand it and I can read it really easily. But, um, yeah, that was the only real kind of experience. I didn't even know you could kind of, um, edit in browser, like some of the stuff on the CSS. 
and just kind of mm -hmm. play around. I didn't know all that stuff. Um, but when I when I first started university, um, and you know they, they introduced us to uh, websites and building with well, they started us off with like XHTML. Oh uh, yeah, lovely, nice and strict. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and we're just like, okay, cool, that's that's nice. It must Is that be the valid. Newest? It must I don't be know. valid. It must be valid. <laughs> or else you don't pass the the. Uh, <laughs> there's no course. point in making it valid anyway because it still works even if it's not valid so that's maybe just me being lazy <laughs> no all browsers yeah, are so lenient and that's the wrong thing yeah. browsers shouldn't that's the problem that they've become lenient so they've kind of had yeah. to stick with being lenient yeah, where it works now developing it's... chrome is just it's too easy because you you you, you feel like it just it's a safety net you know like yeah. any mistakes you make picks up on it fixes it and you're like yeah. oh my website looks amazing and then you put it into another browser and it just yeah yeah. yeah yeah where we are um the company me and slash working at uh they everything is still validated at the end of a site build so yeah, but i think that's one of your selling points though isn't it because that can be yeah something that people yeah. want um that's i think right. xml was it was a good intention um but i think it was mm. too strict and i do love the fact that html5 literally went yeah now nah, we're not doing that we're yeah, uh, just do what you want and we'll display how you yeah, want. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna just do what we want now. Um, yeah, I went the complete yeah. opposite. It's like the renegade during child. That, during that, so it was it was it was they made us. So we did. I didn't know any website like programs that you could use like Dreamweaver or Sublime or you know any of the others like brackets or something like that. None of that. I didn't know any of that. And they they made us use Notepad. Yeah, got that, that's good. Yeah, I started like, on Notepad like, as well. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Oh, cool!" So this is like what people use. I was like, "There must be like other programs that because this is just this is insane." Like how to use just Notepad, but you know, they showed us how to you know like link your style sheets and all that. And you know, the first website I made was pretty bad, but it, I I enjoyed making it. Well, I, it wasn't. It was bad. I was a bit, the 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 goal was to make um a website. That had five pages that rival uh, Google and, and one homepage, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and five pages had to be about oh your favorite books, your favorite music, your favorite films, right. uh, and then two others that you can make up. And um, yeah, so I thought it'd be nice to make like one page about one thing in one category. So I, I yeah. had like so many pages, uh, but it, and the website didn't look. I didn't realize it had to be professional, so I'm making it like look really childish, right? Uh, <laughs> or a bit more imaginative. Let's just say I made it a bit more imaginative than everyone else's, and I got downgraded like really badly for it. And I was like, "Oh man, like, I, I really enjoyed making this, but you know, I, I, I guess I didn't do it right or something." But it, but it wasn't. That I didn't build it right. It was just the fact that I, I one, I had too many pages, so I could understand why well, that's kind of bad. Um, but it was mostly just because of the way I designed it. And I, yeah. I think they're really harsh on you um, because for some reason they expect you to build the next Facebook. I don't understand why. Everything you do, they, they really try and make you... They, they think you're, you're like some child prodigy. No one is. You know, everyone's... There's a lot of people on my course who are learning for the first time everything. You know, yeah. everything that we're introduced to, totally new to them. Um, not for me in some cases, to, you know, like, um, you know, video stuff and, you know, some of the Photoshop things. But a lot of the stuff was totally new and website building was totally new to me. And, um, yeah, I, I, using Notepad, I found it really difficult and I didn't really understand some of the concepts and how to, you know, target things. I was using, um, I didn't know the difference between classes and IDs for a long time. Yeah. Um, during first year. Uh, so that was, you know, that was, that was kind of bad. And, you know, when you validate, you have like a hundred and something errors. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is, 
this is going to take me forever. Now, you know, when I do a website, I have, you know, maybe 10 or less errors. And, and it's really easy to fix because there's stuff like, oh, you missed an alt tag, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, so, so uh, I, I do think some of the lectures are a little bit harsh on you, which is actually why I, it's like a negative to my course. I just, I just don't like the lecturers enough. Um, cause they, they really, they, they try and make you out as if you're the designer and the developer and, you know, the project manager. You know, it's, it's too much, I think. They expect too much of you. So one of the things I was going to ask you, uh, cause we had this, well, very minor debate, like in the office the other day, and you were making that that banner ad in as a GIF, and, oh, and I was yeah. kind of saying, you know, I'd probably do that with I don't know CSS, JavaScript. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, such a back end thing to say. <laughs> but I, I kind of guess I don't know. I mean, what what do you think the advantages are of doing it as a GIF? Um, it's really easy. Yeah, um, there's. The only code you need is just like, you know, that one just image tag. Really. Yeah. Um, what, what, what do you mean? Like, instead of like, what, for like an image carousel or something? It just, uh, it just kind of made me think because I would probably, like I say, code that all up. And actually, that would probably take quite a lot of time. Whereas, yeah. um, doing it as a GIF, I mean, what you're saying is, is pretty quick. Is that right? Yeah. It's so much quicker. Yeah. I think I, it just made me think that maybe sometimes, try and code stuff up when actually there's there's better ways of doing things which are a lot quicker but i mean my... i would never use a gif for an image carousel ever no i would use javascript okay um, I, I wouldn't use i would i would only use a gif for for like I mean, right now the, what I, <laughs> yeah that and uh what i was using it for was like a google ad but yeah I wouldn't use it for part of your website i would never use a gif at all i don't see that i don't see why you would but right. it is, if you were going to substitute for an image carousel, it'd be, it'd be very, it'd be really low memory. It'd, it'd be just kilobytes. But yeah. I mean, you know, obviously for an image carousel, you want the images to be kind of the best quality and you want to kind of push the size limit as much as you can. So I don't know if you have like 150 KB limit or something like that. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I think that's, it's much more difficult and, uh, it's a little, it's a little more difficult to edit, but a GIF, you could just like go in and just manipulate it quickly and then save yeah. as. You can put it back on your website. Um, so I, I do, yeah. So if you were going to do it for an image carousel, um, which I wouldn't, a GIF would be quicker. Yeah. But I wouldn't use it. Uh, the other question I had was Flash. Um, is that something they, they're still teaching you at uni? And, and, and do you see a role for it? Right. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Was that the end of the question? Or? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, no. I've got others, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. End of the question. Not, not yeah, all. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. Sure. Um, so they don't teach us anything to do right. with Flash at university on my course. Maybe other courses, I don't know, but I also doubt it. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there isn't a place for it. I think to say that, to say that, let's say if you said Flash is dead, I would say that that's quite close-minded. I wouldn't just say, I would just call something dead. Yeah. Um, there's always a place, there's always a time and a place for something. And, uh, at university, um, if you were to build a Flash site or use Flash on your website, it would be to target that kind of specific, like, part of the industry that you want to go into. 
Yeah. You know, so if, you know, if, if you know a company that still kind of needed those skills, you would make your portfolio using Flash and be like, look, I can actually do this. Whether, you know, if, if you weren't, if you, there's no point making your website in Flash or something or your portfolio in Flash or a project using Flash and then, you know, being like, oh, look at my portfolio or whatever, or look at this project that I've made. And it doesn't really relate. So I think, you know, it has a time and its place to, to use it. So if you were going to target, um, I don't know, an employer with it, I think that's, that's the way to go. But I, um, I, I don't know. I haven't really used it at all in anything that I've built, but I wouldn't say it's dead. I think that's a wise move. So it's dying? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I would say it's like a child that's fallen over um, and you're, you, you know, it's not your child and you're like, should I help up the child? I don't want to be caught helping up a child I don't know. You know, what if, you, you know, his mum sees me? Oh, it's going to be weird. Uh, so, you know, you, you kind of just stare at this child who's just on the floor. And you're laughing crying. at them and you're just like, that's Maybe awkward. Reading, reading. Yeah. Well, no, Fraser's laughing at them. He keeps saying, oh, is it dying? Is it dead? So, yeah, Fraser's, Fraser's uh, laughing and pointing. And he's actually uh, he's actually taken a picture and put it on Facebook, tagged everyone in it, um, sent yeah, a Snapchat to his friends. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's blown up on the internet. He's now like uh, a meme sensation. <laughs> like, lol, look at Flash, it's dying. I think a lot of these Can't things. Get up and on the help, it? <laughs> See, I, I, a lot of these things have a bit of coming back, don't they? I coming back into fashion. Don't think it will. I honestly think no, it's, I don't think it's it dead. Will. I think it's proprietary. I think Apple's crap. killed it, hasn't it? Um, like the thing is with it is like all the stuff you can do with it, you can now do with JavaScript and CSS, and you can target. I know it's a lot harder, but, but you you know the SEO side of things, you can do a lot more with JavaScript. Well, because I mean, ActionScript is JavaScript. It's always well, ECMAScript. Sorry. Um, but what about portability? Then you want to put that uh, that same thing on another site and another site or hundreds of sites packaging that up and making it how do it so what is it so if you had like a flash object you just embed that object right yeah exactly whereas if you had like a javascript and css equivalent then you could you could you'd have uh, i mean at most you'd have two things you'd have a css file and a Mm. javascript file javascript file yeah yeah i guess but i think the thing is is like i think you can do it is weird, but I think it, the reason why just Flash is not winning and has kind of died is proprietary. You know, people don't want Adobe stuff that they have to have. Um, yeah. You know, and I think maybe I think it is probably the tooling around uh, HTML5 and CSS3 stuff is not that good yet. I mean, there are packages coming in that are helping making that easier. Uh, you know, like yeah. obviously the Flash uh, software is good and it knows what it needs to do and stuff like that, but. I do feel and then I guess what not... about backwards compatibility if you're using something that's like a latest CSS feature or something like that whereas Flash goes what back to pretty much first second generation of browsers right I think yeah, well because it's a plug-in yeah so it's like Java applets isn't it really it's one yeah. of those extent I mean you know I think I can I can see where you're coming from but I, I still believe it is gone I I, I think yeah and you see websites that are still made in Flash, and you just look at mm. them, and you 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 know you do the right hand click, and you see Flash playing. You're like, Ugh. yeah, this feels really antiqu- antiquated, whatever that word is, old. <laughs> Antiqu- <laughs> like, yeah. And it's yeah, and I think a, a big kind of nail in the coffin as well, the fact that Apple's not supporting it, and well, that's it. I mean, Steve Jobs said, everyone's got an iPhone, and yep. I think Steve Jobs said at the yeah, beginning, th- you know, he doesn't want to support it, and boom, um, that yeah. kind of made you but know I a think massive change. Apple doesn't so have. Cool. The, the, you know, Mike, the I can't believe you had to say about Apple. Here. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, you know, easy, son, no, easy. 
obviously, I'm a big First of all, fan. you've lost all your Flash listeners already. Your Flash users, <laughs> yeah, they're all gone. But the thing is, obviously, like Android has a much better share of the market, a huge, it and they a, do yeah, support it has a Flash. Market, yeah. So they could get to the point. It's not impossible that Apple might be forced to make a U-turn. But you're on that. still proprietary, mm. or you're still proprietary on the fact that it's Flash and it's Adobe. Um, mm. You know, open source it then. I think you know that's the thing. I mean, I know there is an open source player equivalent. Um, yeah. which you have to use for Linux. I mean, they don't. That's the thing with Flash. I don't think um, not Macromedia now. Adobe, they aren't releasing another version of Flash for Linux or something. Yeah. So, and that's awful. Um, and obviously, you know, like things with. I mean, Chrome packages its own version of Flash, so it doesn't really? have to use the plugin. Yeah. So, because you know, if you say you boot up a normal, a, a you know, a machine, uh, set up a brand new machine, if you install yeah. Chrome. You'll be able to go in and use Flash and everything because it's got its own. That's version. a good point because I yeah I don't think I've ever installed Flash onto yeah. the, onto this. Because if you machine. go to like Safari or Firefox, you'll be like, oh, you need to download and install Flash now. Uh, and the reason why they do that is so they can have the updates inside of Chrome instead. You know, so they yeah. don't have to have this you know proprietary thing that you know say that gets a security. They have to bug, wait for something else. Yeah, they have to wait for that. So they package their own one up. Um, you know, for better or worse. But I think that's solving a problem at the moment. But you know, I think yeah, it's a tough one. I don't. I don't really have an opinion. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I. I don't think it's dead. I. I. I don't know. I just. I can see these things having revivals. Uh, you see it with languages. You see it with other things. Um, well, it'd be interesting to see, but I've never used it, so I can't say I'm a fan of it at all. But um, <laughs> typical you know, part. Just yeah, but I would be very reluctant to say it's dead. I just not just yet. I mean, it could have a comeback, but who knows. And the only other thing I was going to ask, obviously, uh, we were looking at a video, um, me, Sashin, and a guy I worked with James the other day, which was like a uh, like music video, and the animation reacts to the music. That's right. Okay. I've got that the right way around, haven't I, Sash? Um, y- yeah, well, yeah. So the music's playing it's, it's, and it's the animation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And to me, that looked insane. Not the animation. Like, I sent you a link. It. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, to me, that looks like that would take years and years to build, but Sasha and you were saying it wouldn't, and it's not that bad. Yeah, no, because like they look like they've just. Um, well, I mean, if if they built it using 3ds Max, which is a 3D program that I use, then you know it's not it's not that bad. I think I think it, it does look complicated because there's so many parts. But what you can do with the 3D programs are so powerful. You know, like you can just do du- you know you can duplicate and use like certain like like pattern duplications and uh you can modify shapes to to be all sorts it's really it's amazing what you can do with it um and uh yeah they you it it's not as hard as you think once you know how to do it once once you've kind of seen the process it's it's like with anything really once you see the process you know you'd be like oh okay you like once you see the breakdown of it you don't feel so uh, yeah. overwhelmed by the by the whole thing um but yeah no i i if if I, I could probably do that. Um, a small version of it. it. It was it was amazing, and it probably took them a long time to do it. Um, so yeah, like three D doesn't three D does take a long time to do uh, to do it right. Um, there's there's kind of um, you know so you know how you can code something, and although it might work, the code quality might be terrible. Yeah, uh, it's the same with three D. So you can make something, and yeah, it will look fine. But but really. Uh, the way you've like, shaped the polygons to make a to make a shape, it could be terrible. 
um, and there could be you know issues with with it. So uh, that actually does hurt the process down the line when you texture it. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's pretty amazing. How long was the video? Like two minutes or something? Apparently, I think it was about two to three minutes, wasn't it? Something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, I can't explain it because there's loads of weird shapes and uh, there's like ping pong balls bouncing around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. But I guess the last question, because we have gone way over the hour mark, but uh, for like anyone who hasn't got the university background or anything like that and who wants to get into like 3D design and uh, multimedia, that kind of stuff, uh, what would you say like they, their first step should be? I mean, how easy is it to get into? Should they be intimidated by it? Um it, they shouldn't be intimidated by anything they want to do. Uh, first of all, yeah. Uh, uh, if it's it's tough and it does take a long time to produce something that's worth even like it's worth even a, just a quick glance. Like it's 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 so. Um, it I was I was saying to you the other day, wasn't I? That working on a three D project for less than three hours, you might as well have just not started. Yeah. You need to work on it for a really long time for you to produce, you know, for you to even like, uh, move forward in, in your project. Just, you got to keep working at it. And, uh, it's a really long process. You would, um, I mean, obviously everyone has like their own workflow, but you would tend to go, you would start kind of, um, you'd start off with like your research and looking at, um, you know, like, uh, models that you want to build and, 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 um, reference images. And then you'd start to like build it in your program. And then you would, um, you would kind of uh, texture it afterwards, and then you would like animate it, and then you would render it all out. Um, it, it's it's it, the pro- the process is uh, is quite long. Um, I, I anyone who's looking to go into it, um, I would say just have a play around. Maybe do some tutorials online, but they shouldn't be intimidated by it because I mean every program when you don't know know a new program, there's so many buttons on the screen, especially 3DS Max. If you touch anything on the keyboard and you don't know what you just hit, it's really hard to reverse. And I used to be, I used to like press G, which would turn off the grid. So I couldn't see, (laughs) uh, I could see my stuff, but there was no grid to like reference. Uh, It was really weird. It just felt like your project was flowing in space. And and I didn't know how to turn that back on. So I would save my project, close 3DS Max and reopen it again. And it's, it's really bad. Like, you shouldn't do that because all it does is like one key, you know, key yeah. shortcut. But, um, no, you, you shouldn't be intimidated and you should, you should try and learn as much as you can. It's a really, there's a lot to learn. Um, but you, sh- if you take it step by step, you know, um, and, and at degree level, it's, they, they teach you like you know nothing, which is perfect. They don't, they don't pretend that you know even the basics. Yeah. And you can just, especially if your lecturer is, um, is decent, um, that you can email them whenever and they'll just, reply to you i know my 3ds max teacher my lecturer he's he's a nice guy and if you ask if you want to talk to him about anything he will sit down with you and explain to you like everything you want to know and you can just email him and he'll email you back when he has time explaining everything and possibly linking things you know like youtube videos or tutorials or um you know even a book that you could just like read up on or something can yeah, I just no, ask, like, the, the process of, of like building a model in 3d max and stuff like is it is it kind of the equivalent to getting a block of clay and moulding that clay into something that looks like Buzz Lightyear, or, or is it like how, how, oh, what's okay. the actual process? Because okay, so how do you actually right? So you can do that. That is one way of doing it. And there's this there's, there's not all three programs are you start from scratch. There's there's um oh, I forgot what it's called it's called uh, Mudbox, uh, and that's that's actually a texture program. But what you can do is you can it give you can like 
it gives you this like clay looking like object and you yeah. can just kind of chip away at it or smooth it out or bump it up or modify it eventually yeah. getting it down to what you want you wouldn't use it the it's ideal to actually build everything from scratch using your own shapes and uh, modifiers and stuff before yeah. you bring it into Mudbox to like texture and manipulate okay um but you can actually do that and there are there are um some uh like uh what's it called uh samples i guess and one of yep. the samples is a human body which is really helpful because you can then take that human body and you can pull it back into 3ds max and yep. kind of um i don't know break it down and, and try and like give it like a skeletal structure to like animate and yeah i mean it's tough it's better for you to kind of maybe build it um by yourself first but that that could be one way of doing it so yeah you can actually just mold away or you can start from scratch wow that sounds really quite difficult, to be honest with you, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you get used to it, you get used to it. Are you a Mac or a Windows guy? Um, I would like you to take a guess. I think you're a Windows guy. I don't have Windows, because can you get three? Because yeah, you were joking you about desktops. On Mac. Um, yeah, you, I am a Windows guy. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I think, well, Ed and Mike, you're, you're Apple guys, right? We yeah. all of us we are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you all are, oh, right, why did you bring me on then? <laughs> no, well, I'm basically just the other side for you guys. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm a Windows guy. Um, uh, people tell me that they should use that. I should, I should get to use Mac. But the people that tell me to use Mac, I think only uh, it's they tell me to get it, but they don't really know why they want one. And they're the type of people that buy a Mac but only use it for like Facebook. And <laughs> it's like <laughs> you're telling me to get a Mac because it's super fast air quotes you know like it's it's i don't uh, i that's the people have told me to get macs who have actually used it for its purposes like i i view mac as like um uh like a media machine and actually if i i was considering getting a mac to do all of my video stuff because they're, they're quite powerful um and uh but yeah and i, I don't know like i i don't even know how to navigate a mac that's like, crazy. As, you know, as, wow. as we, as I, I was saying to, uh, Mike earlier, just before the podcast, that, you know, it takes three people to change his desktop. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> his background. It, it, I, it's quite, I don't know. I think once I get used to it. Um, but, and, and another one is the Adobe suite. Um, like Photoshop for web design. I assume, is that what you've been taught to use for designing on the web? Or is there another well, application? Well, I wasn't necessarily told to use it but i was taught to use it for it but um i re- i prefer i mean w- when i started working um with mike the, the designer gave me a website and it was in um fireworks and i didn't know anything about fireworks and then i was like oh man i really wish this was in photoshop i understand photoshop a whole lot more and you know uh when i started then my second design was for photoshop and i was like wow this is this is not good at all. I really wish it was fireworks. What, what, you know, I don't like this. Um, it's because in fireworks, you can click every little element, like re- every tiny thing. Uh, and you can, in Photoshop, it's, it's difficult because you have to select certain layers, you know, and if something is on the same layer, they're technically the same image. So it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, I, I don't work him. Yeah, I don't prefer, and it's fireworks. It's easy to like click something, um, you know, create a new, um, like tab. Uh, and paste it in and have the res- like the size of the image like perfect um to cut around it and then you know you, you you can have like the transparent background and you can have that as a nice image it's easy to do that on fireworks than in photoshop 
it's it's kind of it's 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 the same thing, but it's a little fiddly. Like you have to actually crop out everything, and yeah, it's not that great. Um, so I do prefer Fireworks for web for web design, but I don't. I couldn't actually do my own design in Fireworks. Fireworks is weird, isn't it? It's like Macromedia product that then obviously got uh, taken over by Adobe. And what actually is it? Do you is it a web? Is it made for the web or is it made for vector manipulation? Right. Like- so. For vector manipulation, I would use um, Illustrator. Illustrator, yes, that's the one. Yeah, I would use Illustrator for that kind of stuff, like small graphics and things like that. Fireworks, to me, it just seems like it's... It's like in the middle, it's between Illustrator and Photoshop. But I'm not... I think if Photoshop had everything that Fireworks had there would be no need for fireworks. Well, I guess that's with anything, but if if Photoshop just had kind of some slight, I don't know, maybe you could like change it up a little bit. Like, if, you know, you can like arrange like the window space or something. Maybe if you could like pick uh, an option in Photoshop to have it kind of like a, a fireworks display or something like that um, and have all the tools for fireworks inside Photoshop. I don't know, fireworks does seem a little bit redundant sometimes, but um, no, I, I think for web design, it's much better than Photoshop. So, I think we have well and truly got over the hour mark, but I just sent everyone a link, uh, which you could perhaps put in the notes, which is flash versus HTML.com, which looks Ooh, absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, but there's also, I read an interesting article, which I'll also put in the show notes, which basically talks about how flash uses, um, your GPU to, um, to better resource some of the processes. I think JavaScript the- does that as well, I think, with OpenGL. So some of the hardcore Flash guys are saying that Flash does it a lot better and oh. it says manages concurrent processes a lot better than what uh, native stuff. Oh, well, this site's pretty so, awesome. I, like I said, I'm just playing devil's advocate, but it still seems to me like there's some functionality that Flash gives you that you don't with uh, HTML5 oh, and JavaScript and that that so forth. That is a forth. cool but website. It's a very that cool website. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the so, scroll's awesome. Yeah, it's like it's you amazing, just keep wanting it? to scroll. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you I can think actually you use your mouse cool. as well, which is pretty cool. So, thank you, Sash, for coming on the show. Uh, you've not been yep. completely useless, so uh, <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get anyone else in. So, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, it was great having you on, man. Cool. It was really interesting. Yeah, yeah no, thanks. It's, it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed uh, coming on the podcast. Yeah, it was really cool having you on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything you guys want to wrap up with, or are we all good? Uh, no, I think I've kind of yeah said enough today. Yeah. And uh, Fraser, we might have one of your uh, colleagues coming on at some point. Indeed, yeah. I was chatting to you. Know, I was saying I was out on Friday night with um, with my mate that I used to work with in New Zealand. I was chatting to him. He's up for coming on as well. He's a Silver Stripe developer. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, cool. he's, he's up for coming on as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wickers. All right, so guys. Cool. Thanks for uh, listening. Um, we'll be back next week then. Yeah. All right. Take guys. it easy. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Three Devs and a Maybe. You can contact us at contact at 3devsandamaybe.com or follow us on Twitter at the number 3, Devs and a Maybe. <laughs>